Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This whole idea of an underground lake underneath Lake Superior. Oh. Have you heard of this, Pidge? Mm-mm. Called Lake Inferior. Mm. It's the inferior lake to Lake Superior. Now, there's some controversy whether or not this is real or not, or if it's just groundwater. Okay. But perhaps there's more to it. Oh. Now, there is what I would consider one of the scariest stories I've ever heard in my life about the people who have explored this and where this all comes from. Now, I can share some of this with you, and we'll do one part today, and maybe I can finish the rest on Monday. Okay. But this goes back to June of 1679, when Sir Duluth himself was in the area. He read somewhere that when the explorer, Sir Duluth, heard rumors of an underground lake beneath Lake Superior, he called it in his native tongue, Lac de Enfer, which means the Lake of Hell. Oh, okay. This was mistranslated by English speakers, calling it Lake Inferior, but it's really Hell Lake. (laughs) Now we jump ahead in time to September 8th, 1870. A copper helmet diver, William Bitter, found an entrance to Lake Inferior. The hidden underground lake. He was working by the breakwater wall for the city of Duluth, offshore of what is now the Lake Walk. A large storm had damaged the wall, and he was conducting an underwater survey at the end of a 20-foot lifeline. Working the winch and the air pump, his support team on the wall heard him cry out through the speaking tube and noticed a whirlpool opening up. Whoa. They winched bitter out as loose boulders and timbers were sucked into it. Once at the surface, Bitter realized the floor of Lake Superior was the ceiling of a subterranean cave, and Lake Superior was now draining into it. He insisted on being lowered into this cave. Yeah. They reeled him back down. He found himself in a vast cavern. Water spilled torrentially around him. He was in the middle of a waterfall dropping through empty space. The farther he descended, the more the water became diffused into a mist. He was lowered 600 feet to the very end of his lifeline, yet still found himself dangling in open air. He signaled through the speaking tube to ascend. He then reported to the city officials what he found. They allowed him to keep exploring while preparations were made to cap the hole to the hell lake. No. Why do they want to cap it? Because they don't want people to fall in and then be lost. He went 600 feet and was still hanging. Oh, so there's like no ground yet. The city was worried the hole would be widened and and would damage the shipping industry. He had 48 hours. September 9th, 1870. Bitter's lifeline was tripled from 600 feet to 1,800 feet. Lowered again through the hole, he descended 1,500 feet through the air His legs grew numb from dangling with his weighted diving shoes on. Finally, he reached a body of water. The vast cave contained a lake of unknown size, stretching off into the permanent night for what seemed like infinity. My God, it's like the upside down. Yeah. Now September 10th, 1870. This was Bitter's third and final descent before the hole was to be capped. 
They tripled the length of his lifeline, made communication increasingly difficult through the speaking tube, but he braved it anyway and failed to return. All his team got back was nearly the full length of the lifeline, which had been severed. Oh. There was speculation it had snagged between the sharp edges of a quartz extrusion, but no one except Bitter knew what conditions had been encountered. The last words heard through the speaking tube were faint and indecipherable. Everyone heard what they wanted to hear. Some said Bitter had succumbed to the mental strain of the extreme conditions, and he cut the line himself with his dive knife. See, I could see that. The city capped the underwater entrance with wooden cribbing weighted with boulders and forgot about its existence. It is still there to this day, but its exact location has been lost. The monument to the forgotten explorer, William Bitter, lies buried by the shifting sands of time and the seafloor. Oh. Whoa. Now that is 1870. We jump ahead in our notes to January of 2013. Oh. To the UMD Professor Joseph Morrow and his scientific exploration of Lake Inferior. Oh, boy, does it get wild now. Okay. We'll save that oh. for next week. Oh. I've, oh. I've never been excited for a Monday. Yeah, I know. It's wild. Okay. Wow. And and I'll share a big update at the end of this, but it, tell me this would not be one of the greatest, scariest movies you've ever heard in your life. Yes. Just the beginning part of a one-man journey was Lake intense. of Hell. Yeah. Sir Duluth is like, yeah, that's that's what we're going to call Lake of Hell. And they're like, Lacked it's Lake infer. Inferior. Yeah. It's not Lake Hell. Okay. Yeah. Don't call it that. The idea that there's a lake under Lake Superior, and holy creepy. And it's upside creepy. down that you go from the lake to the air and then you go into the water, which yes. is completely weird. And being at that, that depth, I truly, just off of hearing that story, I truly believe he te- he cut his own like line. He well, was like, Think no, of the pain. Think oh. of the pain. Back in the 1870s, the suits they were wearing back yeah. then. Yeah. The he, copper suits. And how how long it takes to get down there? You're just going down and down and fifteen hundred feet. Yeah, triple it again. Okay, yeah. cool. He's like, nope, I'm not doing any more of these. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Sad. And what did he see? Like, what was like? Oh my god! Yeah. That just gives you goosebumps. It's probably like they didn't have GoPros. You know, <laughs> In there was no GoPro. No, you can't take but pictures. you didn't say there was no GoPro. You said there probably wasn't a GoPro. Well, I meant they don't have GoPros, so they. You know, it's hard to take pictures in the 1870s. So hard. <laughs> Could you imagine if they found that lost GoPro footage from 1870? Holy man, oh. that'd be so cool. He's like, ye old GoPro. <laughs> We're going to jump forward in time now from the uh, 1600s to the 1800s to January 6, 2013. Okay. This is uh, notes from Professor Joseph Morrow, uh, the scientific exploration of Lake Inferior. Uh, Glad to have a moment to write amidst all of our preparations. An intoxicating spirit of adventure has united this team ever since the cave system was discovered under the North Shore Theater. Cave system. As we determined this past week with several arduous dives, the caves lead to a vast underground lake. This is undoubtedly Sir Duluth's Lac de Infer. Lac de Infer. Infer. (laughs) It's getting fur and her. Yeah. And the same lake which swallowed poor William Bitter in 1870. Bitter had punched through from above. Our cave system represents a side entrance, and we are stunned to have verified what we all considered legends. An initial taxonomy of Lake Inferior includes eyeless cave fish with a pearlescent luster, a species of white crayfish, large pale water bugs, and some colorless worms. 
The complete lack of pigmentation indicates Lake Inferior must be millions of years old. Whoa. We are diving the freezing waters again today, but this time with McPurdy specialized air mixes calibrated for the extreme deep. We are determined to get consistent depth readings, which proved elusive yesterday. Most readings fell in the 500-foot range, oh my God. which was deeper than anyone expected. But the data shows an odd shifting of the numbers at the seafloor, possibly a dramatic thermocline. We will find out tomorrow. So here's the dive plan. From the basement of the North Shore Theater, Dr. McPurdy, Dr. Oswald, and myself will spelunk 1,500 feet down through the cave system oh God. below Duluth, Whew. following the lines we installed. We will haul our scuba gear for use in the submerged tunnels. Then we have three air tanks. That's it. Okay. We will suit up and follow our dive lines through the flooded crevices, lava tubes, and the great vertical crack like a drowned cathedral. <laughs> Finally, we will arrive at the chamber of Rose Quartz, opening 100 feet below the surface of Lake Inferior. Exiting the chamber, we will descend the remaining 400 feet to the bottom of this secret oh sea. My gosh. McPurdy, Oswald, and I exited the chamber into the lake, our helmet lights blazing. The water was clear as gin. A school of spectral cavefish, some as big as salmon, float around us like a river. The fauna here are eyeless, but they detect light through their pineal gland. We descended down the wall of rock. Along this great wall's ledges and sheer surfaces, white worms and white crayfish retreated from our light beams. Fixating on inner space like reverse astronauts, we got to 500 feet deep and never found the bottom. No. Our depth finders were useless. We experienced an increasingly strong downward current, almost a whirlpool effect. The suction tugged at our legs and it became harder to control our buoyancy. It's possible Lake Inferior drains into yet another underground lake beneath it. Oh my God. It is lakes all the way down. <gasps> oh! We were all suffering from the rapture of the deep when McPurdy panicked and went into convulsions. Our strenuous efforts to control him burned a lot of oxygen and his violence threatened to damage our rebreathers. We had no choice but to let the lake take him. Oh. As he was pulled into the black current, we watched his helmet light slowly spiral down. His screaming and ranting got fainter and fainter. His lights shrank to pinpoints, then disappeared altogether. Where was this bottom? It's inconceivable that there is no bottom. Oswald and I took several hours of decompression stops to ascend back to the Crystal Cavern. We were each on our third tanks and air was dangerously low. We began threading through the submerged passages. Oswald got stuck, squeezing through a restriction beneath millions of tons of rock. We had each traversed this tight space before, but this time he got wedged and soon he yielded to the terrors of claustrophobia. I tried freeing him. But silt got kicked up. Visibility went to 0%. Oh, my God. We were both panicking now. I lost my sense of direction, even lost my up and down. I could traverse the wrong passage and never emerge. Somehow, I found the dive line we'd snake through the tunnels and pulled myself from the silt cloud. He cried out, cursing me. But there was nothing I could do. Oh, my God. One of us had to make it out. I swam through the great vertical crack. I glanced back and saw a figure following me. I assumed it was Oswald and that he had freed himself. His lights were out, though, so I went to him. It wasn't Oswald. It was the 150-year-old corpse of William oh, Bitter. You're freaking kidding me. Still clutching his dive knife. My passage through the tunnels had stirred up the currents and brought the perfectly preserved Bitter along behind me in his continued exploration of the land of the dead. His antique diving suit lacked its weight shoes and weight belt. Bitter must have cut through the rubberized canvas straps in a desperate attempt to ascend. Freezing water would have rushed into his helmet. His lifeline became a death line. Trying to save himself was an act of madness. 
Perhaps he'd been exploring the caves when it happened, or perhaps he had died in Lake Inferior's open water and had washed in through the passages. He was free-floating through the cave system, arms outstretched in a permanent rigor mortis of the anaerobic frozen dead. I saw his face through his helmet's tiny portholes. His skin was as white as the cave fish in the cold. The fats of his epidermis had hardened into corpse wax. My bright lights illuminated the interior of his copper helmet, stimulating eyeless white crayfish that were living in his mouth. Oh, God. Oh, my God. My mind became a flooded cathedral of its own. Hyperventilating, I swam away as fast as I could, but he only followed, pulled along by my wake. No. I'm not sure how I got away from him or if I really did. I carry him with me in the lake inferior of my skull. I am told I surfaced with only six breaths left in my tanks. Do not attempt to recover the bodies. Seal the entrance. Collapse the caves. Nuke them if you have to. Forget this place ever existed. I'm going to try to forget for the rest of my life at the bottom of a bottle of gin, my own private hell lake that is as cold as the devil. I have bumps. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is that the last time anybody's tried to go down there? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, I guess closure for the Bitter family, but still, that's pretty <laughs> like, at, least, at least you have that, but still. Oh, I don't know. I think I almost would rather not. I don't know. That's so frightening. And then the freaking, the, the what was mouth. it, crayfish? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, and then I love the one who's like, you son of a... Sorry. Now, there are some people who say that this story is completely made up and that it's not true at all. But does it really matter? Is that not the best scary movie? Yes. I you, want them to make it. Why ASAP. don't they make this? This Whoa. is amazing. Imagine that scene in the movie where he's being tailed by something yes. he thinks is the guy he just abandoned. <sighs> mm-hmm. And it's bitter. Yeah. Oh and my and God. think of the suit he was wearing in the 1800s. Oh. You know, remember how heavy they were? The yes. copper spun helmets and whatnot. Yep. Yep. Oh, I don't feel good. The idea of a lake under Lake Superior, though. And, and, and then, then more another lakes. One. Holy. And the whirlpool. That is just freaking terrifying. Yeah, and what don't else? go down with groups because it sounds like they're just going to let you go. A lot of them. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. See, whirlpool. I've always thought there's kind of like a weird energy in the Duluth area. Mm-hmm. It's Hell Lake. Yeah. That's the weird energy. Oh, God. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yes.